Good evening. Welcome to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. <laughs> you know, it feels different because this is a pre-recorded version of Black Republican, Black Democrat. Yes, it's Saturday. We're at our normal time. But don't pick up your phone to call us because... Nobody's going to answer. No one's going to answer. Nobody's home. No and one's it's just home. like your head. Now, so you could tell he's a Republican. <laughs> already insulting. Already trying to insult. Lights on. Nobody's home. I know. Sounds like the guy in the White House. Sounds like the guy. Yeah, in the well, the gift that keeps on giving. The gift that yeah, ringing keeps yeah, on I got giving. My hat this, on. This to oh support to support our president. Well, I've got my shirt on for the oh the please, one that I brought our you. Producers in there clapping. No, he's clapping for. I've got my Obama shirt on. I've got the greatest president in in our <laughs> lifetime. One of them. One of the greatest Democrat presidents. In the our one president. that the Republican paid for. See, just, yeah. You know, I don't know. You guys always cheat in doing something. So who knows? <laughs> you know, rigging elections and, you know, carrying on and conspiring and uh, uh -huh. colluding, you yeah. know. Yeah, no, I, well, you, what's amazing is how Republicans, uh, no matter how demonstrous this stuff looks for Trump, mm -hmm. will continue to uh, uh, ride with them. And, Ride or die. Well, I, I, I'm and, from the and, south, and, so. But I think about it when when it was when it was, if this were President Obama, mm -hmm. this were President Obama, you guys were you guys would have already lambasted him and would be talking impeachment. You impeachment. You guys talked uh, appeasement all the time. How he went? Uh, oh, he spent eight years going around apologizing. He had an apologetic yeah, he tour. He did. he did not. What he did was what he did was what he did was made America respected again because <laughs> no. Really? No. Oh, go ask. Go Nobody ask. respects punks. Oh, really? I, I know. That's why I know. That's exactly why Putin continues to punk <laughs> Trump. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you for whatever. admitting it. But President <laughs> Obama took out the world's enemies, and not only was not only the deported um, illegal he immigrants he, he the did. most, the most. You're right. Okay. So what happened but, to the Democratic but, Party? But went after, but also went after our worst enemies and took care of them. Ask Bin Laden. Ask other people that got droned and things of that nature. Ask Gaddafi. How ruthless my president is. Yeah, yeah. And, and look at the problems that both him and uh, Secretary Clinton caused. Well, you by guys should hey, listen in the Middle East. There should have been a better strategy. And, but you know what? But it's also Bush's fault too in terms of Iraq uh, as well. You know, because those strong men. I, you know, I, I don't like this part because about if we don't American kill, if we don't kill Haddad, uh, uh, who, so damn insane. <laughs> we could have, no, seriously, but you, you don't know, kill you Saddam. Have look at, you have to look Gaddafi at Gaddafi. Would have been not every Gaddafi. culture can have the same type, or I should say, every society can have the same type of society that we have because i think we're it, it depends on the region the history the background the culture of the this area so not everybody can true. do this and so that's why middle eastern countries latin american countries african countries because they respect the strong man and it's usually those strong men are the ones that keep you know everything in order we don't agree with that because in western culture we kind of evolved in a different way where we we were at that place where a lot of those nations are now, but through a period of centuries and, and debate and discuss, we've gotten to a different place. And so a lot of people think, oh, the whole world should be like this. I don't necessarily agree with that because it, it has to do with culture and background. Well, you're not a Republican. So, you're not a Republican no, because Republicans, Republicans are, are, are the, they love war and then they no, love trying to mold every damn country into what America is, okay? When we said we're still a flawed country that's still learning, still well, that's evolving. True, but we're also exceptional, though. 
We are. Yes. I, listen, we're, we're the greatest we've done some bad ever. things. I absolutely agree yeah. with you. We've done some bad we things. Have. But this is the yes. greatest yeah. darn country on earth. And we can agree on that. That's we, good. We can agree on that. But the point that I wanted to make, though, about uh, President Obama and Secretary Clinton is they created those power vacuums in that era to then where we have ISIS and no, you know, I, 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 morphing into ISIS and those other groups, which are now terrorizing Europe. And Trump said also, he got rid of them. Also, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, no, Trump said no, he got rid of them. You have to think of the wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Trump said he got rid of those guys. Well, the, the military has. Oh, please. From what from what is being presented? Thank you, Obama. No, I don't. Thank know. Thank you, what, Obama. No, no, no. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what Trump has been doing with with please. Secretary Mattis. Oh, please. Taking care of you know the problem that which Obama was incapable. of. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because Obama didn't go in there and just ream their asses to the point where you guys were complaining. Okay, I listen. They didn't respect. Oh, like they respect. Oh, oh, they respect this Trump. Line. That line oh, they're so scared. Then he's like, "Oh, well, red I, I line? don't like that. I don't like oh, that." There's not been a red line cross with with the redheads idiot in the White House. Trump. They don't want to play with Trump. Oh, really? They oh, yeah, because they're scared of Trump. Yeah, well, they are. Really? They are. Oh, please. Tr- Trump show- is showing. They've them. shown that they're so scared of Trump, right? Yeah, they are. Oh, okay. And that's why you they're... don't hear about ISIS anymore because we are taking care that's of why, it from what, from what cause, we Because that's why Kim Jong Un is continuously oh, still good testing. News. Good news has still come out testing, there. still building. Oh, he's so no. scared. He's, he he's so scared. He he's so because scared he because China, now Japan, Trump, Russia, because Trump now, now Trump. Gave this dude the type of notoriety that mm-hmm. he was looking for that no other American president was trying to do, Republican or Democrat, because they well, knew. What's wrong with that? What the hell what's do you What's wrong with having diplomacy and working oh, with. Re- oh, really? Because oh. Kim Jong Un, really? he's really very well. So, wait a minute. Were we, why weren't you saying this? Well, why weren't you saying this during, d- during the Obama years? What was wrong with diplomacy? But, but when President he, Obama, he, who's a Democrat, and we don't like war, you just said you yeah, don't like war. I don't. So, when, when, when President Obama was going around trying to make peace. Mm-hmm. Where were you then talking? Why weren't you saying that then? But the redhead idiot who's trying to uh, uh, do nothing but create war and said so out of his well, own I mouth. Disagree. He says he said so out of his he's, own mouth. He's though, not Pat. trying to create did war. He, what he's doing. Well, what did he say tough? out of his own mouth? He's what, being tough. What did he, he say saying, out of his own mouth? If you don't do what I say, this no. is what's going to happen. Oh, please. But it's all no like, it's all part of the that New the York deal. talk works it's, with it's nobody blustery. but his That's kids. What people do no that that actually works. Please. And people from those societies they understand. It works with Putin too. Know that Trump he got punked by Putin. And, you know, Trump is kind of portraying that he's a little bit unstable, even though he really isn't. But he's oh, using that, that to say, well, that's who not, knows? That's he not portrayal. He that's really not an act of portrayal. He's he might off. really come and bomb us. He's off. So he's using that as a part to get people to the he's table. Off. And that's actually he's working. Off. He's not only off. He he might be uh, at the beginning of the end when Co- well, Cohen oh. has just has. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Huh? That Cohen's, yeah. It, it, that the conspiracy. Yeah. That he, so he pleaded guilty to a non-crime. Here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. Okay. Well, then why is Trump continuously lying about it? The dude is nothing but a habitual mm-hmm. liar. Okay. That's all he has done for the last 18 months. It's been horrible. <laughs> he's a freaking liar, and all okay. you guys do is continue to support his lies because you think he's doing so much. When when we talk about jobs, mm-hmm. let's be real. Yes. Jobs were at their worst under President uh, President Bush. The jobs. If you go back and look. Go back economically and look. Bush did not do well with numbers. Period. Up actually the month of uh, the the September 11th. But after was September that really 11th. his fault? Uh, yeah. Well, the reason why I say he that inherited, is you have to look he, at you have to look at look at what, what he was inherited going on with Bill Clinton. Look at what the he inherited. Administration. No. You had the dot com. The, the, the bust, tech boom. It, if it he bust. had done, if he had successfully. 
completed it and done what. And as we know now, it's all has been. It was all smoke and mirrors. No, then you know the way that. Well, anyway, he did horrible. So at his worst, jobs were just. That's true. And in 2010, jobs were at 20. At excuse me, at 13 percent. Their high unemployment rate. Also, the unemployment rate was at 13. At 13 percent. Then President Obama came in, yes, came in, and since 2010, mm-hmm. let's be real, yeah. jobs and un- under unemployment has been going mm-hmm. up. Underemployment yes. un- no, unemployment that, has no, been going correct. down. You have so, no disagreement okay. with me on that, All right. because the way that they say that there was more jobs, that's when the gig economy started, where people were doing Uber and Lyft and and all of that. They weren't like real jobs, high-paying jobs. That was not taking place under Obama. But you see, with Trump. This recovery that we have been under has continued with Trump, and because of Trump, because of his policies of deregulation, that's why you see in terms of the black community, where you know all like these jobs, right? Yes, four hundred percent with black small all, businesses all these jobs. and small businesses in general. Oh, Unemployment yeah. uh-huh. is the lowest for Latinos and African Americans. No, Pat. That, that really? What's the real rate for black? That what's is, the real unemployment? True. What's the real unemployment rate? It's the rate? lowest. That, exactly what's the what real I said. It's unemployment the rate been in this nation's history? Or no, it isn't. <laughs> it's still it's still at eleven or twelve percent, Pat. It's lower than it has been Child, please. since slavery for us. Child, please. It no, it's true. not. We had full employment in slavery. No, no. Well, yeah, and, 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 and Trump but, wants to go anyway. back to that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he wants to take us back to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you, Trump and your party. So look, what I think that this is the beginning of the end because you got a guy oh. that is continuously lying. Mm-hmm. And, and again, yeah. you've had, I don't know, four, five, six, nine people uh, indicted, charged, and 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 found mm-hmm. guilty. Well, let me ask you one question. Sure. What does this have to do with Russian collusion? Oh, nothing, Padwin. They're all been indicted for what, Padwin? No, what, you tell what, me. What have they been indicted for? What, how was it related to Russia? Laundering, the, uh, not, not reporting the that election. they were agents, not what they were reporting that they were foreign agents, okay? Working for the Russians and working for these foreign companies. If Obama would but have had anybody in his, in his administration. It wasn't during the election, though. Yeah, listen, this, yes, yes it was. Yes. That was when he was working with Podesta. You know, Podesta's from the, the WikiLeaks, you know? Okay. Those folks, I, I you know? know? You go trying to, I guess, conspire. That's where I came that, from. That, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, remember President Obama? What's the first guy that uh, the the military uh, fool that got uh, um, the the I know the chant the guy that chants lock her up? What's his name? Uh, oh, for <laughs> sakes! Um, I can see his face, but yeah, I, know, yeah, right? I know exactly uh, who you're talking now, about. Now, this guy, yeah. remember, President? Yeah, yeah. He worked for on the security advisor. He worked yeah. on the President Obama. Yeah. President Obama tells Trump, like, look, leave this idiot alone. He's bad business. Oh no, not Trump. No, because President Obama says leave him alone. No, I hire him anyway. Then, after he left working for President Obama, yes, that's when he started working for the Russians. And mm-hmm. really? You don't. Pat, no, no. You better no, read the indictment. Because, yes, he did. No, yes, because he you did. have to look yes, at. Listen. You have to look at what was oh. going on, the time period that this happened. There was no Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. That, I mean, that's clear. That's clear. What's this clear, is all you know, witch hunt. Clear. And what oh. they're doing, what Mueller uh-huh. is doing, he's sque- it's, it's, a, it's a legal tactic. Uh-huh. You squeeze the people to try to get them to rat out on some kind of crime uh-huh. that has taken place. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I think they will find something because if you do it long enough, nobody's perfect. And the way laws are written, you can, you know, you can find whatever with anyone. Because nothing to be found. And this is why we should really be against this and against oh, what yeah. Mueller's doing because this can happen to any of us. Oh, yeah. They can go through your taxes. They can go through well, you know, all know, sorts of records. We don't know what Trump's taxes look like. We don't. Mm-mm. And I don't really care. We do. 
We got more okay. because we got Phil Paris on the other side. We of the do. Break. We got to see oh, what he has to say. Fireworks are gonna be going. Oh, God, you got <laughs> a lot to say. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat, and Twins' new second Y'all Heart Radio. Hey, I, listen, I'm still mourning. Club music, yeah. And I'm still mourning for the Queen. I think a funeral was uh, today, week. in fact. No, no I think it's next week. Is it next week? Yeah, I think they said like the 30th. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm still in mourning. So all month long, we're going to play nothing but Aretha. Okay. I mean, she's look, that. she's got so many songs. and not like she she's to Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to play Aretha, Aretha, Aretha. She came along when music was music. I did sneak a, a Stevie Wonder in here somewhere, too, because um, I heard Stevie. You know, sometimes when I'm at home, I'm listening to old school radio station, and I hear that song, and bam, I'll just send it right to the producer, like, we're going to hear that this week. So I, okay. I, a little Stevie Wonder, I snuck in there. But the rest, we're going to all hear all... Okay. <laughs> the queen okay. the rest of the week all right all right, all right. let's bring our that's guest on that's right all right phil phil is a uh now give your middle and this is a c c Carl. phil c phil carl charles charles, charles. okay <laughs> see black folks we say charles you know yeah i can't say charles so i have to say it slow boozley charles yeah so phil charles Parrish, you ran for Senate this go round. No, yep. governor this go round. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, and and uh, 2014, you ran for U.S. Senate. That's right. Okay. And so uh, I met you at the Republican convention when I was working for uh, Rob Bonheiser. Right. Yep. And we obviously I've heard about you. And then we became Facebook friends. I don't know if we were Facebook friends before or after that. Uh, we were touching base before that okay. uh, because we talked about getting on the show a couple of times. Oh, yeah, because we yeah, have we, a mutual friend with, uh, right. with Laverne. That's Laverne, right. yeah. awesome guy. And we just, the schedule didn't work out. And then I think for both of us sometimes, then we had to, to, to move That's right. to the convention. So, yeah, well, you got a family and, man, my mind. And then I've been working with different campaigns. You know, I'm in demand, I hope. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's go. good. That's By the way, I need a job now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so any campaign, I'm open. Okay. And no, I was thinking today, I kind of like working with white uh, candidates because I wouldn't know how to work with a, I, I don't want to say it like this, but black candidates, you don't have to take them into the community because, yeah. you know, they're black. So yeah. they probably have some type of yes. connections or yeah. they can easily go. But with white candidates, it's, I, I, I have pleasure. I take pride into bringing them into the hood mm-hmm. and trying to help um, them the build relationships yeah. with yeah. Uh, members of our community, not Absolutely. not the leaders, so to speak, yeah. but members of yeah. the community, right. constituents. And so to me, that's important. So I really prefer white candidates because I really do like going because I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, because, I, again, I work. That's how you and I met. Mm-hmm. I gave a rousing speech at the. No, 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 no. Yeah, you did a good no. job. I would, and, and, job. and my speech was mainly about, listen, it's time to um, get rid of, st- which I've said yeah. to yeah. get rid of status quo. Yeah. I know that's that right. might be your favorite politician, but no more status quo. Think about who you're voting for. And I was telling Republicans, it's time to bring in black folks into the fold. And the way you do that is come out. That yeah, You don't have true. to be in power. You don't have to have a seat. You know, yeah. Come bring your ideals because your ideals, feel could be much better than a Democrat. And black folks are, they're tired of Democrats. But where do we go? We're not going to trust Republicans because we don't know you. We see what the guy in the White House does or locally. So we're saying, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to stick with what I, what I know. It's kind of like a, a cousin. I might can't stand you, 
but I'll go to the club with you. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, or I'm gonna defend you. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm gonna fight with you. But uh, so Republicans have to change that. And how do they go about changing it? Yeah, well, they've been changed. There's a lot of really good men and women out there that have been really working really hard the last few years. I personally— Where are they? They're in the party. They really are in the party. Are they really? You know, the thing is that what you just said is really interesting because we got to do a better job of getting in and talking with people. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, there's a a whole group of people that don't realize how many are out there already working in the party. or Because we don't see it, though. Perfect. That's right. We don't see each other working at it. You know, it's the same thing regardless of race, color, creed, or religion. That's the same conversation I had for almost two years out on the campaign trail. Almost two years of hearing people saying, but oh, we're alone. We don't know what, you know, and nobody's mm-hmm. listening. Mm-hmm. But if you, but when I'm talking to people in, you know, I was talking a minimum of four nights a week for almost a, two years. And when you add that up, 15, 20, 100 people at a time, and add that up over a course, that's a lot of people mm-hmm. all saying the same thing. So what I'm saying to everyone is if you could just understand what the guys and gals down in, in Albert Lee said and what the guys and gals said up in Minneapolis, what the guys and gals said up in, in Duluth, if you all realize that you put you all in, a, in the same room, you're all saying the same thing. And with my campaign out there talking with people, I wasn't doing just a normal Republican thing. And that's mm-hmm. part of why I had this outside inside persona with people is because they couldn't figure me out. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. He's not normal Republican. Oh, but wait a minute. He is normal. No, you know, they couldn't mm-hmm. figure me out because I'm out there talking to so many different people that weren't part of the normal GOP or normal grand old party, a normal uh, caucuses, those, those BPOU yeah. units. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to more. We were setting up a campaign uh, visits that had nothing to do with the party at all. And that's why there's so many people saying the same thing. But they don't realize that the, that each other are out there. That's right. Well, I think those again, it's on, it, it's it's the onus and the incumbents is on the Republicans. You guys are seeking those offices that are gonna that are going to uh, do the will of the people. Mm-hmm. So the people don't need to come to you guys. You guys got to stop looking at the black faces and saying that those are Democrats and say, listen, no, that's a constituent of mine or couldn't be of mine. Look, Jeff Johnson, the one thing I respect about him, I, and I don't think he'll win this go round. I, I, but what I respect about it is this gumption. But my problem with him is you're, a Hennep- you're one of seven Hennepin County commissioners. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your name, your face should be known in North, South Minneapolis, in these poor neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. The Peter McLaughlin gets on my nerves. Okay? He gets on my nerves. I mean, he's had that office since Jesus was a baby. And I hope I'm not offending anybody, but whatever. Um, But guess what? People know the guy. Mm -hmm. People know the guy. The Joe Mullers of the world. They pluck your nerves. Joe... He Dude, was in there for yeah. He calls you per you better not leave his your number on his list. This dude calls you personally and it gets on your nerves, but it's like you gotta respect the fact that this guy is reaching out, trying to touch every constituent to mm-hmm. come vote for him. What why I worked with Rob Barnheiser was when we met, we did the show. Um he and I got not well, I wouldn't say got into a pad, but but you know, it was uh, a great lively yeah. state. Yeah. Yes. The reason I worked for him when he came and asked me after the show was because he wanted to go into the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And he did feel Republicans don't want to build relationships with minorities. They want them for votes. You say Democrats do, but show us different. Yeah, I, and I, I disagree with your take on Jeff. I believe he's going to win big this year. How? And I believe that he's actually out Because he beat talking. a guy that didn't campaign, no, no, that no. came he's, in. Because everybody's walking away. They really are walking away. You're, you've said it yourself. You're tired. You're tired of the lies. You're tired yeah, but of being you exploited. Guys, you're tired of being manipulated. And Jeff's out there trying to say, you know what? You're not gonna. We're not gonna let you get away with that no more. We're gonna let. We're gonna come talk to me. 
Republicans are in charge now, so that's the people. You guys are the people we're talking about. They're retired. We're tired of the manipulation from you guys. Listen, you guys got to remember there were two hundred and nine more thousand Democrats that came out than Republicans. That's a huge number. There's nearly four million possible voters in Minnesota. So where are the other three million? Where were you guys at come primary? If you guys were, if you guys were so enthusiastic about making your candidate, making your went, excuse me, putting your candidates uh, over the the limit, then you guys would have came out in primary. You know where they primary are. Primary where Republicans normally cream Democrats, especially white Republicans. You know where they are. Minorities came out in full fledged. That's that should be scary to the Republicans. You know where they are. They're out working, regardless of race, color, creed. They're working their tails but, off. But but Phil, they're not. They're not in North, South Minneapolis. They're not working their asses off because we. I don't. I have not seen Housley. I haven't seen people that look like her. I haven't seen Jeff's people. So, and I'm in the community. I, in fact, I was out in today. I have not seen. I take that lie back. At Family Day a week ago, two weeks ago, I seen uh, uh, Jennifer. Jennifer Carnahan. No, 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 no. Please, yeah, no? right. <laughs> um, oh, so the one that's running. For, yeah, she won her uh, primary. Oh, so, Jennifer. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. She's, 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 really, she's running for yes. Congress. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, and I, she sat next to her. She was next to the painter uh, table. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey. Because she came into me, Jamar, because you remember me from Burnout. I'm like, I thought she was someone that worked for someone, mm-hmm. worked for another candidate. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm like, and you're here? She's like, <laughs> yeah. I was surprised. Man, I was so surprised and loved the fact that she came to a black event, mm-hmm. thought, mo- thought more of coming to a black event. To, 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 um, we're running over time, too. I, I, see, I love that this guy is here. This is how we are yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, so, yeah, look, yeah. I, um, we got another uh, two minutes here. Um, uh, we'll be going all day with Phil. But <laughs> I, I was just so surprised that she came. No. So, And guess what? She got a really nice, resounding of uh, uh, talks and mm-hmm. and responses from people because they were surprised that a Republican mm-hmm. was there here at a, at a black event. There you go. Yeah. No, and I think we need more of that. I, I think what the issue is, uh, a lot of Republicans feel like, because it's all about numbers and it's all about votes, and you're going to go where those numbers and votes are. And since most African Americans, majority of African Americans, don't vote Republican, why do you? Why are you going to spend time there? And so that does have to change. I, that has yeah. to change. That mindset has to change. But that's why. So I don't think it's a matter now of oh, let's time. avoid. Now is no, the, it, it is what they're like, saying. It's like let's go where the where I can get the votes to get those numbers because they you run can numbers. get them from black folks. You well, can get them from black folks. Absolutely. And we are absolutely. changing it in a <sighs> campaign like mine, like Bob Anderson. Yeah, like yes, yes. yes. You know, we are changing it because I, I had some really tough conversations with some of my competitors running for governor. Those of us that ended up at the state convention, I had some tough conversations with them. Mm-hmm. And I took them to the task and I made them stretch. And so, listen, we got plenty more yeah. with Phil C. Ferris <laughs> on the other side of Break This Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and Yai Heart Radio. I was going to ask you what the name of the song was, but Aretha helped you. Can you think of the name of the song, Pat? She just told us. What is the name of Pat? She just told us. Oh, my goodness. Wait. That means he doesn't know it. No, actually, I do. What is the name of it? Why don't you tell us? Uh, Aretha, can you tell us the name of it? What's the name of Aretha? Yeah. Thank yeah, you, Aretha. See? Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back to the Republican Black Democrat, Twin Cities News Talk, and your iHeart Radio. It's a pre-recorded version of us. I'm Javar Nelson. I'm Pat Lawrence. You know, you're not supposed to be on air eating. Yeah. 
But why are you? Well, because I'm going to be fat. <laughs> you do radio, you know, you're going to be fat going in. So, you know, why not start now, right? Yeah. So I know this already. We're here with Phil Parrish, uh, Republican, uh, ran for governor as of uh, lately. Uh, did you primary? Did you? No, you. Did I didn't. I respected the endorsement, and I honored that endorsement. That's what I told everybody from the very beginning, and, and I carried through with my plan. Now, if Jeff hadn't won, I had announced in public, uh, in the media, that I was going to file to be recognized as a write-in and, mm-hmm. and rip Tim Plenty apart, man. Just well, I mean, apart. the guy, I mean, who, going in, <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, yeah, he's not a good candidate anymore. I don't know what. Well, he represents the past, and we don't need to go back. We, we just don't. We need to go forward. We need fresh. We need new people or people that have fresh ideas. And I think and that's, what's gonna, that's what's going to help. He's going to get the right people around him. He oh, has sure. the right people around him. Uh-huh. And so you can see, just as we were discussing like in the last segment. Like he has blacks on his staff, right? Like we were saying uh-huh. in the previous segment. Yeah. Where there are a lot of new, fresh people that are a part of the party, that are actually out there working in the trenches. So you're going to be seeing over each election cycle, you're going to be seeing sure. improvements I don't think how so. Republicans campaign. Y'all say that you know, every damn election no, cycle. No, that's not. Actually, say, no, it's not listen, said every cycle. I look at, I look at what I look for, you know, uh, I look at different staffs. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what, bl- my, what minorities, not even minorities, I want to know what blacks they have on their staffs. I've gone down some but of the how many staffs. black Republicans are there? Doesn't matter. Go find them. No, 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 the, no. Because that's, well, a, that's the a way y'all part. talk. Y'all say Trump uh, created so well, many. No, but the the issue is though, making sure that you get the right people in your your on your staff. You just can't say, oh, so we there, need more black people. So there, let's grab these. There are black you end up with There aren't. No, <laughs> you end up with Omarosa because the, her you know, boss is a, her boss is a turncoat, and she's smart enough to record uh, him because no, he's a habitual no. liar. She's a snake, and yeah, well, but but snakes have a feather. You slither together, so you know it makes sense. Uh, but no, she helped, She gives people a bad name because then people will think twice about hiring somebody that you should you know, think twice about fooling group. with uh, Trump. No, no, period. But you people, he has no loyalty with nobody but himself. Because they'll say, "Oh, well, I bring this person in. What are they really here oh, to please. do? Will they be recorded? Then you're being a racist if you think that up? one one Negro scores the uh, 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 spoils the bunch. Well, I worked in HR. I know how people think, and that people do think. Get, along those they need lines to get those bigot mentalities the hell out of here. It is that's bigot mentality as an employee. Oh, you don't want to I've been sued. burned by one black. I'm not going to hire another. Th- that is how people think, unfortunately. Then you're a bigot. Just like on the other side, you know, when a white person I don't say white will score, man. What know, choice do I get? I mean, come on. I believe in affirmative action. Okay. Right, so. Oh, well, speaking of affirmative action, you know, the you know we, we didn't talk about that, about the, the Asians now. Supposedly one of our allied groups... This is why I always talk about we need to, especially descendants of, you know, enslaved Africans in the U.S. We really were our own ethnic group and we really need to pool together in this whole thing where let's find common cause with Latinos and and Asians. This should be a good lesson to show that they don't have our interest at heart because they're out there because I, I, I don't. Well. So those that are suing, you know, Harvard and, you know, other schools saying, well, there shouldn't be any affirmative action. And I, I don't support affirmative action the way that it is now. I think affirmative action, as LBJ presented it, it should be only for descendants of enslaved Africans, not for white women, not for Latinos, Asians, 
Africans, is for people who went through ancestry, went through slavery, because it helped right a wrong that had been going on institutionally, you know, for centuries within this country. And we probably wouldn't, if we would have stuck on that track, we might have been able to phase it out by now. But, you know, that's alternative history. So and we, we want to make know. sure, too, that people who lie about their race don't get any <laughs> That's right. And that, yes, because we've had Indians, you know, I, one of, I forgot which uh, 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 Indian star, but her, her brother. You got, brother, you got no. exactly, you guys are trying to be funny. No, 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 no. Her brother, this guy, this, her brother. Democrat senator. Uh, yeah. But her brother she said, uh, uh, said well, he didn't get in as an Asian, but said, well, I'm going to go in as an African-American. And he actually got in. And so he actually took a slot from an African-American that that should have gone to. And he went to medical school on that. And so we have, so they're supposed to be our allies, right? But they're doing this kind of thing. And so we got to um, look out for us. But the thing is, I think whites should look at uh, affirmative action because the Chinese, they're playing a long game because, you know, they make a lot of our products. You know, and they're really the threat. Russia isn't the threat. China is really the threat. Russia, and so, yeah. the, you know, they have this. Mitt long Romney game said that, too. If you do away with affirmative action, if you do away with that and say, OK, we're going to be a complete meritocracy. It's just going to be test scores, GPA. Well, I hate to tell white people this, but, you know, Asians cleans everyone's clock. So, no, they do. So then a lot of whites will not be going to college because those slots will be taken up by Asians. Because you know what they do in China? In China, they have schools specifically just for testing. So people, so they send their kids there so they can learn the test, learn how to test. And so it's not that they're necessarily smarter, but they know how to test and to get those good scores to help them get in. But the way that um, institutions have been kind of knocking them out uh, it has been through having, you know, personality, those personality and sociability scores. So they score lower on that. Um, and that's how a lot of whites have been able to still have their higher numbers in there. And then also legacy as well. Um, so and that's a whole nother issue because then you get people like George W. Bush, who was a C student, being able to go to Yale because of family connections. And a lot of families, you know, that's how it is. Or if your parents went there and they were big donors they have a higher chance of getting in there, even though you might not necessarily have that GPA or um, uh, SAT score to get in there. So I think we really have to have a discussion about affirmative action and about, you know, how to um, make sure that the right people, because what I don't want to happen, the problem that I do have with affirmative action is that people then think, oh, that person just got in there just because of their skin color and not because they really truly, you know, have that high GPA, that high test score. And well, I think if you do, you should be able to get in. Well, this is true. We Regardless should, of race, we should be letting you in on merit. Yes. On merit, no doubt about it. But Phil, I think, let's talk about you uh, on Muslims uh, and the Republican Party on Muslim period. Because uh -oh. I think that, again, you guys are not a party of, <laughs> right, of, of inclusion. Right. And I re recently read your um, Facebook post about the, the Muslims. That are supposed to, I, I, I want to pronounce this right. How do you say the super Ayyad? Is that oh, super Eid. 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 Yeah. Eid. yeah, I took a picture of it. Right? <clears throat> yeah, because I worked right by the stadium. Okay, so, yeah. so you were able. To so see. I saw. Yeah, yeah. There was no sacrifices. And even if, even saw. if there were, even if there were, yeah, that was simply would be between them and the people that they were renting their facility from if they decide to sacrifice. Because I think about it as Americans, how dare we tell these people not to sacrifice when we eat cows and horses and pigs and things of that nature? That's sacrificing. We as Christians tell women to, and boys to sacrifice their bodies until they get married. So how dare we tell these people who rented a building from because uh, if you go in there, they'll tell you it's private, private property. So even though the taxpayers' money were paid, the wills will tell you that it's private property. So how dare we tell them not to sacrifice anything in a facility that they spend a boatload of money on? Hmm. 
So my first question to the U.S. Bank Stadium is, I'm ready to organize a Christian Men's Association. 100 million men come to the Minneapolis next week. Okay. Can I get permission to do that? They're probably going to tell you, yeah. No, they're going to tell me no. Why? I already asked, actually. You asked for 100 million men to come? I'm, I'm exaggerating. I mean, I, I mean I'm saying. So, so let's say 50,000 then. And, you, and uh, they told you no. Why? Because it, the thing is, we are in a situation where justifying the use of a stadium if you if you want to deny that it wasn't a political PR stunt, I I really question the person's sanity. If you say it, now, if you, with what you're saying is true, beyond PR stunts. But then, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with them saying, "Listen, we aren't bigots, we aren't racist, we aren't, uh, we don't fear Muslims." So yes, let's let them rent the facility out to come. What, what what's wrong with that? PR stunt to cover that, up the fact that a hundred million dollars went out the door to pay for terrorists. See that that's see that's what I'm saying that that's where you're wrong at. So how do we know that that money was funded? That you guys listen. I you know. Guys I was witness. You don't. What do you work for? You 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 work for uh, Western well, Union. You, you know where the money goes. Officer? You know where I look. I, I've spent twenty plus years as intelligence officer. Yeah. Okay, so how do you? I do know? counterterrorism. This where is, my is job. the proof that the money is being white? I don't want to hear We've any windows. We've been telling the proof. We've been spreading the proof. Damn that! Where is the factual years. proof? Listen. Where is the factual proof? You guys have not produced one shred of evidence that these that these any of these people are wiring. Because guess what? That's what poor people do when they come here. They send money back home. I don't know if my cousin is out committing crimes with the money I send back to Texas. That's his business. So how dare you again tell me I can't send money back to my poor family? My wife and I were in England for quite a while. We tried to get our money home after I said we were done. We're we're out of here as soon as I can change orders. We're out of here. We had to have an affidavit from friends. We had to have an affidavit from our work. We had to have an affidavit from an attorney when we sold uh, the property. Any of that money passed. I don't remember the minimum or the maximum amount. We had to have affidavits of who we were and what we were about to get money back to America. And you're saying that they, this is not what they do? Not only do they not have to do that, the law as it reads now with remittance, which Tom Emmer and Keith Ellison pushed through, by the way. Okay, I just remittance, say. Okay, okay. Re- remittance, that is allowing for the part of this fraudulent scam. Now, it's a matter of numbers. You walk through the airport and you have 100 bags filled with, a, with hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. The percentage that are going to get checked, they're doing the odds. We do catch some of them, mm-hmm. but they're doing the odds. But how many get through is enough to pay, make big bucks. Then on top of it, you have the remittance allowed. So you have an additional amount of money that absolutely goes out the door without question. I got, we got more. This is a hot topic, especially with yeah. you. I see you over there. I, it's I a see. good topic. Yes, it is. Absolutely. We got more on the other side of the break. This is Black Republican, Black Trent. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, man. Welcome back. Black Republican, Black Democrat. Listen, I, this is my. But that's not being culturally sensitive. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm a Democrat, so I have to be. Don't yeah, exactly. I know, right? Welcome back, Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co host, homeboy Jamar Nelson. And I'm Pat Wynn Lawrence. Welcome, Pat. Yeah. And our guest today in studio was Phil Parrish, uh, a Republican. Uh, and I, it's kind of hard to describe you. I don't want to say politician because you're not a politician. Uh, what counter and what do, what do you do? 
Uh, in the Navy, I'm a, a intelligence officer. So you, and I taught school for many years and principal, mm-hmm. still a licensed principal. But I've got a pretty good program of my own now called uh, Freedom Talk with Phil, and they call me the Swamp Hunter. You do on the Freedom right. Talk. They no, call Phil me has the Swamp this, Hunter. This uh, you gotta have. We gotta go to his house. He has this like. Well, I don't yeah. see the outside of it, but his porch is really nice. Yeah. In his show, you have a tri- he has a tripod or so he has a camera okay. mounted or something. Yeah. Yeah. And uh he has you on his on his uh on the porch, porch okay. and he has Freedom a show. Talk of Phil, you're yeah. on. You guys yeah. come down Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, we right. definitely for sure. Yeah, You've been right. on our show, we'll come down. That's Phil, right. Phil drove up guys for an hour. Right. So hour and a half. Hour and a half. Plus so, traffic. So like two hours to get here. Wow. Man. So right. I won't so, I, we'll, we'll so that's down. why I'm trying to be nice because I don't want him to feel bad that he came out. You know, no, but for we'll really, really thank you, man, because yeah, that's a long that's good. Appreciate you very much. So now back to what we're saying though. So then do we fault Muslims for the laws that were enacted to, I don't know, protect them or protect, maybe it was citizens, maybe they were enacted to protect us. But we do know black folks have been saying that for years that um, uh, foreigners, uh, am I saying that right? I don't want to offend anybody. Foreigners. Okay. I guess I can say that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Pete. Yeah. The foreigners come and mm-hmm. they get welfare checks That's and right. things of that age. So we've been saying that for years mm-hmm. that they come up here and have a better advantage than Black folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, what? How is that any different from um, what then? From what you're saying? Well, okay, so I want to start a baseline here. I don't actually use the word Muslim very much mm-hmm. in any of my writing or in my speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. I, I, you're either talking about a practicing Islamist, in my view, mm-hmm. or you're ta- or they're not a practicing Islamist. Mm-hmm. So they're either adherent to Sharia law, Islamic law, mm-hmm. or they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't use the word Muslim because it's a distraction. It's a detractor from the truth. Okay. What do you mean? I, what do you mean? Because the word Muslim is used in a way that some people think of as a race. Some, some mm. people think of as a culture. I think some Trump people, does. I, I'm just interested in what I think the way I am out there speaking to people. And the question is about how I deal with it. I talk about Islamists and whether they're practicing Islamists. If you're a practicing Islamist, you cannot take the oath of office you without committing perjury. You cannot wait, serve. wait, wait, Phil. Okay, break this down. What do you mean? So, because you, you, you're you're aiming things at Keith Ellison. Because let's be real, he's a Muslim. Mm-hmm. So let's be real. You're aiming. Him, I don't know if he's Muslim. Ilhan, or not. What I care yes, about we is do. If he's practicing Islam. Yes, we do. He is. Ilhan Omar. We're talking about people like her. So now, be specific. What are you talking about? If you are a practicing Islamist and you're adherent to Sharia, Islamic law, mm-hmm. Islamic law in the in the manner in which it deals with the governance of people, it is so far removed from the Constitution of the United States, it cannot coexist. It cannot be combined. But how do we know? I don't know that Ilhan, I don't know that Keith or anybody else is practicing those. You guys, again, you guys, you guys blow so many dog whistles, and I don't go. No, why do you guys do that to fear monger? That's fear mongering well, that you I guys do. I don't, I don't think it's I, dog it is whistles because, because it's looking t- at. Do we know that? Keith, have you ever asked but, Keith or or Ilhan that do they practice these Sharia law? But it's looking at what have people that practice that? Islam, what their belief system is, and then people that are compliant with it, and so. Then you have to look at the history of the United States, you know, kind of that classical liberalism that we come out of, that really this conservative movement is kind of the heirs to that today. And the traditions that we have, they are not compatible with Islam. Right. And I have asked, are you going to condemn Sharia? Mm -hmm. Whom specifically? I've asked, uh, in fact, the the battle I got into with, um, help me with her name from Rochester, 
That's really embarrassing. Um, um, Muslim from what? Yeah, the the one that tried to confront me and cause all kind of media hysteria, and I ended oh. up uh, getting some national attention because of. Uh, oh, wow. I ain't hip. I yeah, yeah, no. So it, what I, I made <laughs> okay. a statement about uh, it, that I, I wasn't going to participate in the in the in the interfaith dialogue mm-hmm. because I didn't believe that her interfaith dialogue had anything to do with faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a baited conversation. And as a polit- or as a governor candidate, it's not my job to, ha- to have your faith interfaith dialogue. That's not my job as a. Why isn't it? Because it's not this not the government's business to be messing about in religious affairs. But we know the government does. So keeping it real. No. So well, make are you up kidding? Their minds. They really? got to make up their minds. Oh, there's a big. You, you want it oh, two it, there's a separation between church well, and. Yeah, there is a separation of church and state. But Where? you can still be a Christian or, or a Jew or Muslim. Well, th- that's debatable for a Muslim just because of their belief system. It, it, a lot of people it's don't think debatable. that they. No, well, it is because a lot of people think how they have to. They have to put. You know, the the words of Muhammad and then also the teachings that are around the Quran, that that's to a higher level than the Constitution. And that's a problem because even Catholics, think, remember Catholics had I just that say, they think that they the think exactly. Yeah, they, they think that, that uh, Jesus is uh, uh, higher and more substantial than the, the Constitution. So what's the difference in uh, how Christians believe than Muslims believe? But Christians aren't going to kill you. Well, yes, they yeah, really. There's a, there's a big they, really. There's a big oh, Christians difference. are dangerous, and we know that. No, seriously, we know that throughout time they have been. Come on, y'all. Oh, yeah. there's, there's a big difference. Exactly. See, come the, on now. Let's not pretend that Christians are holier than thou, because we know that they have done human so, sacrificial yeah. and things of that nature. Now. Our constitution. So what's the difference between that and what Muslims aren't doing now? Aren't our, doing. Our constitution is very specific. It's the only. But it's that's so convinced all the time, gover- though, Phil. I don't want to hear that. Only I don't government that. on earth that allows for what the two of you talked in the first segment of the program. It's the only government on earth that allows people to grow and learn and practice as they choose. Even yes. with all this outside inf- interference and people trying to control people, mm-hmm. I, no one denies that goes on. Yeah. But they're out there able to do as we choose. In Russia, you have a state yes. sponsored religion, yeah. period. This is accepted yeah. and the rest is the not. Orthodox Church, yep. And then you have mm-hmm. in in India accepted practice. You have mm-hmm. in England even. In England, mm-hmm. you have what's accepted and what's not. Yeah. And now you have separated communities of those who practice Sharia and they can't deny it. It's fact. You have Sharia courts authorized by the government outside of the jurisdiction of the normal British court, and they mm-hmm. will try to deny it, but it's a fact. France is having the same problem. You go to, to Turkey, yep. you go to, to, uh, Af- uh, to um, Iraq, mm-hmm. you have all kinds of problems with the fact of the sponsored, approved religion, mm-hmm. and that's it. We're the only place on earth. But what has happened is we have a group of people, moderate or not, I don't mm-hmm. want to discuss, but practicing Sharia, there is no opportunity to have other. Mm-hmm. If you are compliant with Sharia, Islamic law, there is no choice to have any other. That's yeah. a fact. No, that's true. Wow. That's true. Well, now, listen, man. See, this is why we got to have people got to write in because we got to have half hour more because this is we could have gone all because yeah. I didn't know what you did in your background. And we yeah, need to learn things about each other. But what's important is an open dialogue. And yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. And that's what we need. But that's what a lot of them are not giving, though. They're being they're 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 lying to us in many ways. And that's where people are calling them out on that, because in their religion, they can lie to the Kathars, which are people that, that those are the unbelievers the to them. We're going to get cut you know? off in a second here because, we, you know, remember. Yeah. 
We're, we're oh, yeah, we'll do it on the post show. Hey, uh, uh, Phil, what can, what's the name of your show? Freedom Talk with Phil. And uh, how often does it air? Every week on Friday. Might have to move it to this weekend to the weekends because of my schedule change, but Friday, Freedom Talk with Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jamar Nelson. I'm Pat Wynn Lawrence. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. This is Black Republican Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and your iHeartRadio. Bye. Bye.